Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome. <laughs> He's laughing already. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the World Cricket Show, the world's favourite cricket show returning to the air this week in the face of pretty extraordinary popular demand. My name is Adam Bayfield uh, and I'm at the controls for this one and joining me as always is my co-pilot, Tony Kerr. Yeah, just fiddling with the buttons, just, just remembering what to do. I've <laughs> <laughs> flown this plane for a while. Well, you're, as the co-pilot, you don't really have that much responsibility, True. I guess. Yeah, you can just have a, have a kip over Lean there. Back, have a coffee. Just relax. That's literally what you're doing <laughs> in the sunshine. That's what co-pilots do, right? I don't know. It feels. I felt like it was sort of suitably just part of my program of sort of systematically undermining you, gently undermining you over the last 15 years. Yeah, it's not worked though. You haven't broken me yet. Hey, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Would you look at us now? How's it going, Tone? Yes, yeah, really good, thanks. It has been a while, hasn't it? How have you been? <laughs> yeah, not all right. Not bad. Let me be the first to say Happy Easter. <laughs> I guess also Happy New Year, Happy Christmas, Happy Halloween. Quite a few things have happened yeah. since uh, since we last spoke. But here we are again. It has been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. I mean, sort of true to form in the kind of, I don't know what you'd call this, the sort of lazy era of the World Cricket Show. <laughs> but true to form, we sort of disappeared off the scene just as England were sort of, yeah, setting out on the most extraordinary year ever. We were like, nah, don't, don't fancy that. Don't fancy talking about that. Because um, we're really only here for the misery and the, and the moaning. Yeah, although to be fair, I think we've, we've had some criticism in the past for disappearing when England aren't doing well. Um, <laughs> you know, like when we lost the Ashes in 2019, that we didn't do any podcasts then. And some Australian fans were noticing that <laughs> but you know i think we're equal opportunities not podcasting i wonder did we did we bite off more than we could chew with that ashes daily the other year whenever that was two years ago two years ago no a year and a, a year and a half, half ago. ago um did that just you know was that our everest and it, we kind of just it's taken us a bit of time to recover from that thing yeah. <laughs> and that's what i've told work as well um <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't worked a day in the office since then <laughs> Just still recovering from Ashes Daily, really. Do you want to describe where we are? Tony listeners can probably hear the sound of way. This is the other thing. We were intentionally setting out to become the Beach Cricket Podcast last summer. Uh, I think we did one podcast not on the beach at the end of last summer. And then, <laughs> that was rubbish. And then but... binned it off. And now here we are again. I'm actually going to have to take my jumper off. It's too hot. It is roasting. Uh, we're in the, yeah, the April sunshine here in Guernsey, um, sitting on the pebbles um, at the bottom of a cliff at Pettibow Bay. Um, the tide is sort of high but going down. Um, yeah, so the sound of waves should get less annoying. Yeah. Uh, but it's glorious, yeah. It's kind of a little cove with yeah, high cliffs all around <laughs> and then great natural harbour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what people yeah, this is what they're here tune for. in for. I was saying before the start of the show, we probably don't need to worry. You were sort of fact-checking a few things. I probably don't need to worry. You know, if people want actual cricket discussion, <laughs> informed cricket debate, they've got plenty of places... Plenty of other places yeah, go to, to the wisdom, at this point. Wisdom Weekly or If you want to hear about the topography and, you know, harbour depth of various bays around Guernsey, then this is the this is the, yeah, you come to the right place. You. No, it is glorious. It is absolutely glorious. I think we are... <laughs> I'm not going to make any promises, but you might be hearing a bit more from us as the, <laughs> while the sun's out. And 
yeah, I think we are now the beach. I think we record on the beach. That's just what we do. So, yeah, one day we'll get back out on the road as well and start recording on some, some beaches around the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be ambitious. Yeah, isn't it's it? got to be ambitious. We'll perhaps talk more at the end of the show about why we, uh, why we haven't been around for a while. Although that makes it sound like there's an interesting reason. It's, I mean, spoiler alert, it's just because we've been busy. Um, but, yeah, we, we've got plenty of cricket to talk about. I mean, there's quite a bit has happened, I suppose, isn't it? I thought we could um, pick up where we lo- left off already, Tone. Which is what you saying Ben Stokes would be a disaster as captain. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. But no, I think, you know, the last podcast we recorded was a preview of the T20 World Cup. So I thought we could start with um, game one. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Namibia v Sri Lanka. Do you remember that? Sri Lanka won the toss, elected to field. Yeah, Namibia really let us down. And Sri Lanka, actually, having, uh, yeah, we wrote them off and, you know, they started the tournament well, didn't they? I think. <laughs> who remembers? Um, who remembers? No, they actually, did, they came back, didn't they? But anyway, we're not. We're not going to go through every single, every single one. Unless, I mean, what, what time's high tide? Did you say? How long have we got? <laughs> I mean, as you kind of alluded to already, the last six months have been like maybe the best period in England's cricket history. We obviously decided not to record a podcast during <laughs> that time. You know, is that is that? hyperbole we'll get into all of that um so we're just we'll be talking about that and i guess just sort of generally checking in on the the state of cricket at the moment saying the state of the union and look ahead to a big summer coming up in england absolutely well yeah i mean this week it's all go isn't it hashtag ashes (laughs) hashtag ashes daily (laughs) don't start it (laughs) um no it's all go isn't it the county championship got underway this week yes it did yes it it did did. Um, i can tell you that for a fact the ipl is what nine games old, eight games old as we record this? Um, no, another one's just happened. We're up to ten. We're up to ten. No, wait, um, eleven. Yeah, things are happening, aren't they? There's been a lot of chat about franchise cricket as ever uh, and scheduling, so that's interesting. I've this, been keeping tabs on Jersey this last couple of weeks. They've been down in Namibia actually, playing in the the fifty over kind of World Cup, well, I think Division Two, but yeah, you know, part of the qualification pathway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's been quite an interesting tournament, to say the least. Uh, we could perhaps come on to that at some point. But, um, yeah, I mean, they've done unbelievably well. But, yeah, we're on the receiving end of some pretty, pretty dodgy umpiring, has to be said. And then, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, involved in a very, very spiky game against USA. Mm. So we can maybe talk about that in a bit. So this is us just talking about what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. um, we, can, we can get into it. Are you... This is like when, yeah, like writing an essay at a kind of school or uni or whatever where... It's really easy to set out what you want to talk about, but then you just go like, yeah, just, just really glance through it. Like, in this essay, I will consider <laughs> whether the last six months have been the best in England's cricketing history. Are you sitting comfortably, Tone? We've got a lot to <laughs> go get through. On then, go on then. <laughs> Where shall we start? It's, it's hard to say. So, that, no, I mean, I think we're going to have to just, you know, take a sort of impressionist approach to it and just paint you know, paint a picture mm. of what's been happening rather than get into the detail, <laughs> okay. which we can't remember. Yeah, so since we last recorded a podcast, obviously England won the T20 World Cup. We might come back to that, but I wanted to start by focusing on the test team because in that six months, they've gone to Pakistan and won, not only won, whitewashed Pakistan 3-0 uh, with just fairly extraordinary test matches there. Do you remember them winning that first test time when they piled up 600 and in 100 overs uh, and you know pulled off that win out of nowhere on the final day? Won that series 3-0, then went to New Zealand, um, won the first test in sort of true basball fashion. And then the second test was one of the best finishes in the history of test cricket, um, which actually England ended up on the wrong side of. New Zealand winning that by 
one run. Remarkable game of cricket that. So the series finished one all, uh, but England emerging, you know, with with huge credit, even in defeat there for you know for the way they played. So it's been you know, so Basball sort of rolls on. What have you made of it all, Tone? Where where does it where does it all sit? How how good a team are England? What have you made of their approach? You've alluded to the fact that I need to eat a bit of humble pie, but uh, we can come yeah, into that. Yeah, do, do you know, it's really difficult to, I think, to put it into context because it's... Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's been really fun. <laughs> See you in six months. Um, because it's, yeah, because it's been so, it's, been so, it's just such an outlier, isn't it? The, 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 the style, the decision-making, just the matches have been so out of the ordinary in terms of what we've kind of come to know and love about Test cricket in the last hundred and whatever years um, that it is quite hard to put it into context. I don't know. You don't want to put everything on the ashes because we've literally said this in the past that the too much is made about the ashes and that, you know, what happens in between should be just as important. But it kind of feels, uh, I feel like there's a bit, there is a fair amount of Pressure is maybe not the right word, but expectation. If England don't continue this and do it in the ashes, having gone to Australia last time and been an absolute, and yeah, it had been kind of miser- utterly miserable, then I, it almost feels like it will have been worthless to me. They sort of have to back it up this summer. Um, do you know what I mean? It's like... I do. Like, I, I think, I suppose a comparison would be like... In the way that they're fifty over team, they're white. Well, yeah, teams exactly. I was just about to make that point. Actually, oh, yeah, go on, make that point. Say, <laughs> I'll pretend I didn't say yeah. that. And then you, well, it yeah. was the way you know the fifty over team just kind of seemed to like flick a switch, didn't it? Back mm. in whenever twenty sixteen, fifteen, um, there was almost yeah, we had been you know desperate at, at white ball cricket or at least at fifty over cricket. The switch was flicked, yeah, and then exactly there was unbelievable stuff, and you wondered could they keep it up, and then yeah, as he's, and then they won the World Cup in extraordinary fashion so it was kind of it delivered so I feel like yeah, that's a really yeah. good point I hadn't, <laughs> yeah. hadn't thought of it like that I feel, so I feel like this Ashes yeah. series if they can deliver on that then it will then you know potentially we're talking about the greatest or like we're, you know, we're talking about one of the most special test teams mm. ever in terms of just like a very small window but, but if you, they don't then mm. I, yeah, it's kind of like uh, what's you know do you mean in terms of like achieving the result as in winning the ashes or are you talking about style of play so like a bit of both with that 50 over comparison like i think where for me it would have been hugely disappointing and it would have kind of rendered the previous four years uh worthless would have been if they'd changed their approach Mm. somehow in the world if they'd sort of got spooks in the in a couple of warm-up matches before and then thought actually we just need to bat through and they brought through jonathan trott and like and stopped playing that you know that that gung-ho cricket and gone out in the group stage, then then that would have made. Met, then I would have felt well. The last four years, what was the point of that? Yeah, they but held their nerve. If they'd they... played, carried on playing in that way, but lost the final to New Zealand, I wouldn't have been like, well, that was all a waste of time then, wasn't it? And I, I so I suppose what I'm saying is, so long as they continue this approach, even if they end up on the wrong yeah. side of the Ashes, I don't think we'll feel like that. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know, and and actually, it's great for. Well, it's obviously great for cricket, but in fact, there's this Ashes series, and it's coming on, coming on to us pretty soon. 16th of June. Yeah, not long away now. I suppose, you know, the hype hasn't really started to build just yet, but if the cricket is as good as what we've seen, and the contests are as good as what we've seen in, in Pakistan and New Zealand, then, it, you know, we're in for an absolutely amazing summer. And actually, you think, had they just continued on the same path as, as what they produced 
in Australia a couple of years ago, we would have been, you know, it would have been a pretty desperate summer. You know, there's a lot of other, there's a lot of other stuff going on in cricket that has taken the sheen off, or, or it's been challenging, hasn't it? So, almost sort of as, as a Test cricket fan, kind of quite thankful that they've put themselves into this position that actually we can look forward to it and it should be it's got the potential to be a kind of transcendent summer hasn't it yeah 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 no i i think absolutely right like it's that it's a sounds like you know uh hyperbole but they are to some extent saving test cricket or or, or maintaining that interest in test cricket for a lot of people which are, and therefore an interest in cricket that potentially in my case as well that perhaps um otherwise would would be in real danger um it's weird though isn't it like I, I remember us talking on the pod after I think it was after the first ridiculous run chase against New Zealand when Johnny Bairstow played that you know scored that century and we were saying is that one of the best test innings of all time and it's hard to say because it's so weird and it feels like an outlier and it, I think you even said it almost doesn't count <laughs> like it doesn't feel like a proper test innings because it was just so unlike any you know a, a quote unquote normal test innings but that is the way that they're all, all the England players are playing now. It is sort of a fundamentally different way of playing Test cricket, and that, that it took me a little while to accept it in a sense because I just it was felt like well this this isn't how you play Test cricket. This is you know this isn't what I expect, what I've come to know the game to be. So the fact that they're suddenly playing, you know, scoring six and over and piling up six hundred, it feels not like cheating, but it just feels like okay, it's it's hard to compute. So an innings like that from Johnny Bairstow, it's like, well, how, how do you compare that to Michael Atherton, you know, 180 against Alan Donald batting all day? But I don't know, do, do you still feel that at all? Or is it, are we kind of getting used to this now? Do you think other teams will look to emulate as well? Because so far, I mean, Pakistan didn't. Uh, so far, we haven't sort of seen that exactly. New Zealand to some extent, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, is this the new way to play test cricket or is it just about the particular personnel that England have it's really hard to know isn't it I mean well thanks for coming (laughs) see you next see you in six months yeah lovely lovely job (laughs) cheers mate Um, no it's hard to know I I don't yeah almost impossible I think to to to, to make a decision as to whether you should it's like England have essentially sort of jumped off a cliff and flown and it's like would you if you're you know if you're watching on do you that do you jump as well yeah expecting yeah. to fly <laughs> i don't know it's yeah it's kind of well they found the cheat code haven't they? yeah exactly up down up down left ba start or whatever <laughs> yeah. and no one else like it's do people try and work out what that cheat code is or do they just carry on playing the way they play well, the, yeah the, the astonishing thing as well isn't it you know not long ago it was like well you know, off the back of the ashes you know andrew strauss was in his in his office beavering away at his review <laughs> strategic review whatever it's called you know, yeah. it was, we were. It was Microsoft like planner. England cricket. You know, they were like, "We're going to rip up everything and start again because we're not getting what we, you know, we're not getting the outcomes we want." And yet, yeah, potentially, if it all clicks this summer and they continue the way they are, we could have. Yeah, we could be looking ahead to an amazing uh, and triumphant Ashes victory. Well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but and also England hold both um, both white over both white ball trophies, which is you know the first men's team to do that. Um, it is ridiculous. I don't. It's astonishing. So it's like suddenly, like you know, England is just dominating cricket. Yeah. But I, I, what's weird about that is that five, ten, twenty years ago, 
if that had been the situation, I just I wouldn't shut up about it. But I don't I don't know. I just maybe I've, I'm just I've become used to it. But it just somehow like until you said that, I, was, I, I hadn't really <laughs> thought of that. But yeah, of course. I mean, do you think are, are they the best test team in the world at the moment? Do you think is there anyone? I mean, I, I keep waiting for. I say, well, I could keep, they I, win in India? I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, so there's still those sorts of challenges, and they obviously still. Well, could they win in Australia because they couldn't last? I mean, okay, it's a completely different. Well, this is it, team now. But, but I mean, because all the way through this, until recently, anyway, I've sort of been half waiting for them to be quote unquote found out by a good bowling attack. You sort of think, well, they just how can they possibly bat in that way? Surely, eventually, you know, when they come up against a proper bowling attack they're going to be exposed because you just can't bat that way in Test cricket. But actually they've played New Zealand, you know, last year it was Saudi, Bolt, Wagner, you know, Jameson. Then they played India, who've got one of the best pace bowling attacks in the world. Then they played South Africa with, with Rabada and Nokia and Pakistan in Pakistan and, you know, with, with the spinners and so on. And yet, so, so they have played incredibly good bowling attacks and it hasn't been a problem. And then going to New Zealand, that was the first time that they played the same team again and so that was another question well will they start to be found out once they're playing you know teams for a second time where okay now New Zealand have played them once before they they've seen Basball before they kind of can make plans for it and strategies for how to to manage it but I mean all right they, they didn't win in New Zealand did they um it was one all draw but you'd still I mean you'd say England going to New Zealand and getting a draw is a decent result and the, the way that they they, they in New Zealand weren't able to stop them playing in that way. So, you know, so far, since McCullum and Stokes took over, any time that we've thought, okay, maybe this will be, you know, when, when they the rubber hits the road or when they, they kind of hit reality, it hasn't happened. So I suppose then as you say, there's going to India, there's going to Australia, but the next one is the Ashes at home. And if if they play in this way and 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 certainly if they pull off that same sort of uh, a victory in the same fashion as they did against the teams they played last summer then it, it's hard to say what the what the ceiling is really yeah and it's just I, I, yeah, well, I don't know when you look at the team it is it's hugely exciting at the moment I mean, and, it, and it's, it's you know it's quite a special team you obviously you've still got James Anderson you know going almost as strong as ever uh, what is he 41 yet it's yeah. coming up and coming up um, and then you've got Harry Brook who's coming in just looked yeah, unbelievable um, obviously averaging 80 in his six matches so far yeah it, it's a really nice blend there and, and you know and it's mad isn't it yeah, they're, they're pulling players like Duckett back into the fold and, and they're you know they're just kind of I mean what do you think we've got a major it's, problem with flies here yeah, yeah I'm just wondering whether <laughs> we need to move there's a lot there's a lot of flies yeah, around the one's, idyllic scene one's just been... gone into my tea I think because the weather's it's just really warming up, isn't yeah. it? All the insects have woken oh, well, up. We'll, we'll crack on, I think. We'll just, listeners, just be aware if we occasionally sound distracted is because we're in the middle of a, a biblical uh, infestation. I mean, I, this is an impossible question, but what, what do you think it is? Because a lot of it is the same players or somebody like Duckett who's had a go in test cricket before and it didn't work. And then, as you say, suddenly comes in and can bat like that. And we've been, we've been bemoaning for ages that it's, you know, Joe Root is the only player since... Jonathan Trott in 2009 the only batsman who's come in and made a success made himself a success in test cricket and then suddenly you know with the possible exception of Zach Crawley they're all doing it is it just a change of mindset is that is it as simple as that do you think can it be as simple as that that McCullum's just come in and said 
yeah, just, you know, go out there and play with freedom. I did hear an interesting theory, and I, I apologize because I can't remember where I saw it, but that actually keeping Zach Crawley in the team is a part of it in terms of the mindset because, because he is failing, but they are sticking with him. So in terms of that fear of failure, it's, it's almost like yeah, if they kind a of message them. to the other players, yeah. to the other batsmen, just keep playing that way. We won't, you, you know, we won't hang you out to dry. I think I might tweet it actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was you. Sorry, that was a very long question. I noticed you're now oh, trying to avoid, question? I don't know. What's, what's, what is it? What's happened? What? Oh, God, I don't know, Adam. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it, it's surely, it's got to be testament to just good man management, isn't it? Because it's stripping away the nonsense and just kind of, yeah, trusting, creating a good environment. You know, I'm sure Brandon mm. will be giving TED Talks or if they still do <laughs> yeah. them. Do they still do TED Talks? I think so, yeah. Yeah, or he'll be doing like TEDx. management coaching, I'm sure, for, for years to come. Because, um, yeah, it seems like, yeah, he's just sort of writing, well, I was writing the textbook because it's sort of ripped up the textbook. But it's, you know, it's just a very, it seems to be just very, very good man management. I mean, yeah, we, we mentioned, I sort of lightly jibbed you about Stokes there and and your your analysis last year that he would be a disaster as captain. Or we didn't say we'd be a disaster. We said it would be a disaster because... It would be given his recent history with coming sort of coming out of the team and and his, his um, spells away from the game. It did feel like it was going to be putting too much pressure on him, but it almost does seem like it's as a character, it's kind of liberated him a bit. Yeah, no, I, I do need to own up to just being very very wrong about that. Yeah, I, I did say that. I thought I don't think I said. I can't remember. Listeners have to go back. <laughs> but I don't think I said that. It, that he would be a disastrous captain, but just that I thought it was a bonkers decision on the basis that, you know, that he was the the most important player with a huge workload and that I couldn't see that he, he, what he was bringing to the table as a captain would make that much of a difference. So therefore, why, you know, why give him that burden? But yeah, I was just massively wrong about that. I mean, you, when we were talking about this off air, you made the good point that actually in terms of sure, his mate. own form, keep making your points for you I'll <laughs> pretend I didn't say it in a second and you can come in but in terms of his own form it possibly has had that negative effect that I was worried about but I just what I didn't foresee was how good he would be as a captain and not it was unforeseeable I think even people who thought he, was, he would be, make a good captain couldn't have possibly imagined how transformative he would be and there's already a case a year in for him being, I don't want to say the best <laughs> test captain of all time, or one of the best, <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's, it's early days still. But in terms of, like, the most impactful in a period of time, it's hard to think of anybody, any other player who's made that kind of impact. And obviously McCullum's a huge part of it as well. But, you know, it, it's not just transforming England's fortunes, but as we've said, it's genuinely, to, to a certain extent, saving test cricket with, with what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned his form. You know, this winter, he's got a lot of kind of low double figures or sort of twenties and thirties, doesn't he? At kind of you know, at reasonable pace. But you do wonder when you look at the results and the way it's panned out. I mean, did, did, did the team need any runs from him anyway? I don't know. But I, well, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it form, hasn't mattered. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't mattered. But it's, yeah, his form is yeah, it's it's fine, isn't it? But yeah, as you say, what he's doing. Well, I think the point is just that, you know, every England captain ever, their form <laughs> goes off a cliff, doesn't it? Eventually, even if not right at the beginning. But when it's somebody like Michael Vaughan, you know, his form went off a cliff, but his, what he brought as a captain compensated for that. And he made the team better as a net 
benefit, whereas Joe Root, it was a big net negative. And I, so I was worried because I just didn't see that Stokes would be doing anything like this. So I just thought, well, you're going to lose Stokes's value as a player and not add anything in the same way that had happened with Root. But yeah, I was just, I was incredibly wrong about that. You know, he's he's just been absolutely outstanding as captain and it's still you know it's still relatively early days in that if he does have a sort of usual life cycle of an England captain four or five years then we're only a quarter or a fifth of the way through a lot could go wrong still but it's it's hard to see that happen you know as long as you know as long as they continue this mindset this philosophy this approach to the game which I'm sure that they will it's hard to think that we're going to be you know lambasting him at some point in the future because you know, this just seems to be the right way to do it. I suppose one possible issue that they've got coming up is what they do about Johnny Bairstow, because uh, he presumably, hopefully, I guess, will come back into the team this summer, having been injured throughout the winter, and was obviously had one of the best periods of any batsman in Test history, one of the best few games of any batsman in Test history last summer. So presumably has to come back in. But since he went out the team, Harry Brook has come in, and you know, made that spot his own at number five. So where, where does Bairstow come back, do you think? Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not having to make it. Yeah, I don't know. I genuinely don't know what the answer is. I don't know. When's he actually back? Is he back for the Ashes? Well, I don't think it's confirmed yet. And he has pulled out of the IPL, hasn't he? So it, it, it may not be the case. But I suppose at some point he's going to come back. Whether he'll come back in the same sort of form after a year out with injury is an open question but you'd imagine they're going to want to get him back in and he's got enough credit in the bank Mm. to come back in I suppose you know the spot in the team that's available in theory is Zach Crawley's opener I mean and Bairstow's a 50 you know white ball opener so that might be the way they go but feels like a bit of a gamble well it's just kind of it's throwing to fire on fire isn't it I suppose the other the other guy who might be nervous is Ben Folkes um, about Bearstay coming back in with the gloves but I think folks has been brilliant don't you yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's, he has been like with the gloves but also he's he's made some played you know played some really important contributions with the bat just little kind of uh, cameos and 50s and 60s over the winter I, I I suppose you could say this about almost anyone but I do think he's one of the most important batsmen in the team actually as that kind of safety valve as well mm. that if it does go a bit wrong that he can come in and just kind of uh, shore things Mop up. up, yeah. Mm. So I would, you know, I would definitely be. I wouldn't be touching. Uh, I wouldn't be touching folks at all. Hard to say though. I, I, Ollie Pope may be in the in the firing line as well. We'll 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 see. It doesn't seem like you've got many opinions about this tone. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Yeah, move on. The, the, <laughs> the, the other thing on England that I just wanted to talk about is: Do you, do you think obviously the batting has been so eye catching? Do you think the bowling has snuck under the radar a bit like, in terms of how good the bowlers have been in this, in this period? Yeah, arguably. I mean, Anderson, well, you know, you've mentioned. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's... Yeah, what more can you say about Anderson other than it's just like it's faintly absurd what he's doing. I think we've been kind of try, retiring him for about the last five or six years on this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he, and, he, and he's only got better in that well, time. Hasn't he taken something like... 200 test wickets since the age of 35 yeah so there's hope for, well not for you you're a bit yeah. older than that, but there's hope for me there's hope for me still but yeah you know that's extraordinary ollie robinson yeah has become a, a, yeah a genuinely world-class mm. bowler hasn't he and he, yeah it'd be really exciting to see what he does this summer broad was um, really good in new zealand yeah i mean what what is again what i suppose is another problem that nice problem to have but what is england's first choice 
bowling attack at the moment because yeah Anderson Broad and Robinson have all been outstanding but if this summer Mark Wood is fit and if Jofra Archer is fit which he might well be and they do seem to be wanting to fast track him in for the Ashes I, I, I don't know what that selection is it's, no I, it does I agree I mean quite difficult without falling into the same traps we've probably fall, I've fallen into the last few years but I mean you've got to imagine Anderson is going to retire it, 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 but you've got to imagine he's going to at least need to be managed at some point I don't know or does he just will he play through the summer and retire I don't mm. know or you know will he well he not only looks better than ever he arguably looks fitter than yeah. ever as well <laughs> yeah. so um, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily bet oh, he's a genius isn't he yeah. he's an absolute genius um yeah, I, I don't, yeah, no, it, well, it's a, it's a great problem to have. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't see McCullum and Stokes wanting to leave particularly Archer out if he's, you know, if he's mm. available. Do you think it could be something like either Broad or Anderson, either Archer and Wood and Robinson? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could well that, be. I mean, Robinson has had some issues with fitness as well. So, I mean, it's great if you've got that sort of stable that you can keep rotating, but in terms of if it is a crunch game deciding fifth test and they're all fit I don't know who you pick there which in theory is a good problem to have but you know maybe one of the reasons for the success over the last year has been the stability yeah. and the continuity so that is something they're going to have to have to manage um, finally in England then we don't need to talk about the 50 over World Cup but that was it's a long time ago now the 50 that over was, World Cup sorry we don't need to talk about <laughs> the 20 over World Cup I'm so like conscious nervous about the whole world t20 thing yeah, yeah. i'm like no i'm gonna get it right and i ended up saying the 50a world cup but that feels like a long time ago but it was incredibly satisfying yeah. as a fan and kind of re-establishing the legacy of that white ball team um as you say now 50 over and 20 over world champions amazing stuff and it was it, they were imperiously good throughout that tournament so looking ahead to this summer then finally on england you, well, you've kind of already answered this question, but how, how excited are you for the Ashes? Pretty excited, I think. I mean, what... what Starts yeah. in June. Cause Starts it's, soon. It's all going to be finished before the 100. Yeah, I, I was watching the first episode of the... Well, watching the, the start of the new series of Succession uh, the other day, uh, which just started. And in the first episode of this fourth series, um, it begins with them... Was with the, the the kind of kids uh, of of the media mogul, um, kind of pitching a new media company that's going to be sort of transformative, and they, it, they it's called the Hundred. And I wonder if it, I, you know, and it's I, I wondered if the writers, you know, if it was a they are British, you know, aren't they? a reference Jesse to that. Armstrong's British. Um, because yeah, uh, well, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll come to the Hundred, I suppose, in the next few weeks. But um, yeah, no, I'm excited. Do you feel like that even though England have been extraordinary over the winter? that it's still, it's, has it punched through in the sort of wider sporting consciousness? No, I, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, it, it feels like it should have been bigger mm. than it has been. So, and I'm, you know, I'm sure the Ashes will be, will be huge this summer, but again, you know, it's an opportunity that almost you can't really miss uh, as an England team. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't, th- I mean, this is a bigger conversation that we can come back to, but I, I, I would say that I, I think cricket is really going to struggle to ever do that just because of the whole free-to-air thing. And I know Premier League football's not on free-to-air and that seems to do fine, but it's, it is different for, for various reasons. Um, I just, unless the Ashes is the best test series ever, which I suppose it might be, it's, I don't see it punching through. I, I just don't think anything's ever going to 
uh, compared to that 2005 in- Ashes in terms of impact because that was on Channel 4. Yeah. Um, and that's the, the deal with the devil that cricket has made. And it's had lots of great consequences in terms of the money that's come into the game that can be put into grassroots cricket and women's cricket and all you know different things. And the coverage of cricket is possibly the best in any sport, but it's definitely shrunk the uh, the profile. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I swear, you know, I suppose the fact it is, it's away from home. It's not, mm. um, yeah, the World Cup, the football World Cup being in the winter, yeah, might have had a bit of an impact as well. But also, yeah, I don't know. It kind of, it almost feels like that now cricket is like horse race. Do we, do we talk about this? <laughs> no, uh, we talked about it off air. Yeah, yeah off air. Um, it feels like to me almost like cricket's become a bit like horse racing in the sense that you have your one or two moments in the year that, that are, you know, that are big and that, that, that captures the, the public imagination to some extent. But it's just like, there's just, there seems to be cricket on every day of ever, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, well put. <laughs> yeah, um, and is, I don't know, is that a good or a bad thing? I feel like, you know, we're over stuff now with franchise tournaments, test matches. You know, I, I do think it's slightly absurd that that the winter, you know, there was no time to even like soak in those fantastic performances because the next day we're playing a different England side is playing in an, an ODI series in Bangladesh, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was. Um, there's, there's not much light and shade. It's just a kind of steady... That, that Partly, I think that's why, you know, why what England have done is maybe not slipped under the radar. It's maybe a bit strong. Yeah. But it has kind of... It's just blended in a bit more than perhaps it, it should have done, um, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, there's no clear structure to cricket yeah it's just it's just constantly on isn't it um uh, yeah well we can we'll someone to... someone sound the scheduling class yeah, and yeah. We... <laughs> we'll return to this topic this summer yeah. <laughs> i'm sure but you know but it is it is just i i yeah well we'll have to come back to it but you know the franchise stuff you know the, the u.s what was it mlc was mm. was announced the other week wasn't it or you know i feel like it's it's been announced about 30 times in our lifetime but you know, the sort of the franchises were announced and it was whatever, you know, the Houston superchargers or whatever. And it's just like, it's it's getting quite... No, I, I, monot- I really, well, it's like I, getting I really struggle. Bit. Yeah. It's, it's not just the volume of it, but it's also just... <laughs> I just really, I just yeah. do not care about franchise cricket. And if that's what cricket is going to end up being, then I won't care about cricket anymore. So it is it is disturbing to me. Um, and so the fact that England are doing what they're doing in test cricket is, is a good thing to sort of cling on to at the moment but look, we'll come back to all of this on the, the many many episodes of the World Cricket Show we're going to do over the summer I know you want to talk about Jersey before yeah, we finish yeah we mention Jersey yeah because yeah, they were playing down in Namibia can we see um, Jersey from here uh, at the moment? it's, out, yeah, it's over there think, yeah. isn't it I, I don't think we can see it yeah today, you can, there it is on the horizon yeah just a little smudge over there looks like smudge on the horizon (laughs) cloudy smudge on the horizon go on carry on Um, yeah anyway so yeah they've they've, I mean they've been doing exceptionally well in the last few years uh, kind of across T20 cricket and 50 over Um, but yeah they were were down down in Namibia in this tournament I think well they played their first these matches all had uh, ODI status so they were playing their first official ODIs Um, and who was there it was UAE Canada Namibia, USA, and Papua New Guinea, um, and they, yeah, they did really well. They, they were quite unfortunate at the end. They, they, so the top two sides progressed to the next stage of the qualifying. The middle two, I think, remain there and would play ODIs for the next whatever two years or whatever it is. And then the bottom two drop down, and they, they end up finishing fifth out sixth. But yeah, this game—I don't know if you saw some of the clips from this game against America. Mm. Um, it was very, very spiky. 
yeah, the American bowler Ali Khan took seven wickets, uh, and the final wicket he gave, um, I think it was Elliot Miles, he was batting um, for Jersey. Yeah, an unnecessarily antagonistic send-off, I think. I mean, there's been a lot of chat on Twitter this week about, you know, about the USA's antics on the field, about Jersey as well. I mean, I, there are some great guys in the Jersey team. They do, they are very, you know, they have been quite a combative side. I think they have developed a bit of a reputation for being for being quite spiky themselves. But uh, yeah, I think the, you know, the, the, what happened with the USA was was, was definitely over over the edge. Um, and, and you know they've also been on the receiving end of some unbelievably bad umpiring decisions. It sounds like some of the officiating kids, yeah. was shocking yeah. um, down there. Um, so that, that's unfortunate for them. But they've they've got some great young players. They're in their win, so they they only won one of the games in the tournament in the end. But um, who did they beat? PNG, I think. Um, in their one victory um, in the week, uh, there's two young batsmen, Asa Tribe and Josh Lawrenson, who put on I think 223 or something like that uh, partnership. Uh, both scored centuries, so. Yeah, you know, I think they're both under twenty, so yeah, it's, yeah pretty exciting it's impressive. for them, and, and really impressive. So um, yeah, you know, obviously we're in Guernsey, say, not such great news for Guernsey, maybe. Yeah, yeah. it's slightly, uh, yeah, a slightly different. They're, yeah, they're at a slightly different stage in the story, I think, <laughs> <laughs> rebuilding somewhat. But um, you know, I, you've got to look at what Jersey have done as a Guernsey, you know, as, as Guernsey cricket, and think, well, it just shows what what mm. can be achieved. You know, it's not, they haven't been going out and just you know bringing mm. in a load of players to get there it's it's been a kind of consistent yeah project if you like and a consistent structure that's that's borne fruit and and a lot of hard work so yeah the that's credit the credit to them blueprint yeah to, exactly to, so to it'd be follow. cool if guernsey could get mm. somewhere near them in the next few years but we'll see interesting yeah it was a very uh controversial game that wasn't it and yeah i don't know if, if listeners have might have seen some of the clips on on uh, twitter and so on but you can you can see from <laughs> From just a, a clip on your, you know, from a tiny uh, video clip on your phone, you can see some of the LBW decisions. Yeah, are absolutely shocking. Um, so yeah, I can understand why they were a bit, a bit miffed. I know we've got, some, well, we've obviously got some listeners in the US. It doesn't, from what I've seen on Twitter this week, <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. You don't want to be too. I'm not going to blanket kind of criticize an entire nation of of, of people, of people. But <laughs> it, I don't know. Yeah. It was a bit of a shame to see the antics of the US players almost kind of celebrated when actually they should have been like, look, yeah, we overslept the mark a bit here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it, I mean, it, who knows where they're going to get to, but... Do you think there's anything at all as well in the just thinking, it, like just being mindful of the difference in size of nation? Yeah. I understand that cricket is not a big sport in the US so in terms of like the pool of players they're fishing from it's you know not necessarily that much bigger but you know for USA to be celebrating a win over Jersey that hard that aggressively does see just something strikes me as a bit off about that yeah but then I suppose you could say the same about India versus New Zealand or something can you and a bit uh, yeah I don't know it kind of We'll get back onto mancads, but it kind of there was echoes of that debate. It's just, just I don't know. Yeah, there's a. You're just thinking. I'm not going to say it's not cricket, but it. Do you know what I mean? It was like it's because it's it's some of the same people. Yeah, some of the same people. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. That. And you know, we're not. You're not really allowed to use mancad anymore, are you? But whatever it is, non-striker run out. Yeah. Um, Again, that rumbles on and is continues to be an absolute. That debate lives rent-free in my head, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) 
We'll have to come back to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll come back um, to that. We had quite a, a good email about that actually over the break. Right. Uh, I mean, I think we did put we had the final word on it last. Yeah, week, absolutely. So. Like, no, I haven't seen anyone mention it since then <laughs> because it's just been it's been sorted we settled out. It. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to bring it uh, to an end tone. Uh, the tide's gone down a bit. This has been all right on the beach. It's the fly situation. Is flies not been is ideal. the main problem we've had. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, nice. Uh, other than nice. that, absolutely glorious. Um, there's a few people down here. Dogs everywhere. Enjoying uh, a free world cricket show live <laughs> recording. Um, yeah, people have started to gather at, at the. Uh, what a way to spend beach. Good Friday. It's been a bloody good Friday so far, Tone, um, for these people, uh, most of all. So it's great to be back. Um, I mean, yeah, in terms of why we were away, it's just, there's no, there's no, as I say, there's no interesting reason, really. It's just, we've just both been busy. It's probably been, probably fair to say, it's been like the busiest period in both of yeah. our lives. You've moved house. I had a, a baby, another yeah. baby. Yeah, you're racking them up. Um, so there's just been, there's been a lot going on. And your house move was fairly involved. Yeah, I, we've still yeah. been round actually. Haven't invited well, yeah, me. No, I did invite you, but you. Oh, no, that's you, it. You, you, you declined. In, wasn't interested. Um, so anyway, there's another slot next year. So <laughs> put it in your diary. Um, the open house. But you know, th- I think things are settling down. Like you moved in. My baby is six months old. So there's not really much to it's do fine. now. Until, it's done. Yeah, until, job until, done until on until that she turns front, 18. So things are just sort of are coming down. So we definitely. I know we said this last time, but guaranteed we're going to be uh doing lots of podcasts over the summer ashes daily may or may not happen but definitely guaranteed is a ashes. strong word but I, I like it i like it ashes episodes there will be one frustrating thing about our hiatus is that we haven't had the opportunity to talk about when we met alistair cook <laughs> which was quite a while ago yeah now, wasn't it? about five months ago um but yeah alistair cook came to guernsey didn't he and came did a did an event over here on the island which you hosted yeah it was good I thought I did a good job. I didn't get the, <laughs> I didn't get the call. No, I did. I offered. We were going to do a, no, a double act. We were going to do it together. Grilling, I, I, but you, uh, I got a bit you had something else on. Well, you were busy, weren't you? I was. Yeah. I was very busy. But um, but yeah, yeah, no, you, did, you did it. To be fair, cheers, Tim, mate. I don't. <laughs> don't know what I'm going to say. Yet. Yeah. I don't say you know sort of genuine things to you very often, but you did a cracking job on oh, that. Thanks. It was very 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 good event. I think Alistair Cook enjoyed it too. My favourite moment, <laughs> <laughs> I suspect you know what I'm going to say, was uh, sort of early on. You, I mean, it was, a, it was a good question. I walked were, into it. That you were, you were building it. towards. I think, were you asking him about, uh, about T20 and how things would, whether no, his no, career would be different? No, I think I was just asking about like, him coming into the test team. Okay, yeah. So yeah. you were sort of casting his mind back to coming into the test team, sort of uh, early 2000s. And you were, I guess, comparing the way that he'd, grown up playing cricket the way that you'd grown up playing cricket anyway whatever it was you <laughs> ended up saying so honestly yeah you're i mean you're a couple of years older than me <laughs> and the cook went jesus <laughs> <laughs> he did look disgusted at that <laughs> it, was, it was a it was a genuine kind of outburst yeah like, yeah he's like jesus <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> and it—it's fair to say brought the house down. Yeah, I mean the man's got a good head of hair. To be fair, he <laughs> doesn't look. Yeah, he's definitely got a picture he, in the, the attic, hasn't the he? Because have been kinder to him. He looks perhaps. exactly the same as he did when he first came into yeah. the England team. Um, but yeah, that was that was quite a moment. Yeah, Jesus. So that was nice. Yeah, good to uh, good to catch up. We with. got we got a picture with him. We did afterwards. Um, you brought him up because I think before the show you'd sort of explain the fact you did a pod, that you do a podcast. I don't know how interested he was, but then yeah, you kind of brought him over and went, "Oh, Alistair, this is uh, 
Alistair, this is my friend who I do a podcast with. And Alistair was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. And it's kind of yeah. gone, I, th- I think as well, it's sort of, I don't know what you think, but it's gone, we've been doing the show so long now, it used to be that we'd, expl- that we'd tell people, I'd tell someone that we do a podcast and they'd be like, what's a podcast? Huh? What? But now it's sort of gone, like everyone knows what a podcast is now, but it's gone the other way. So it used to be that people would think that's a bit weird. That's a weird thing to do. But now it's sort of gone all the way the other way where it's like, you, okay, I understand you're doing a podcast, but you've been doing it for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, okay, since 2008. <laughs> That's a bit weird. So I think Alistair Cook was a bit sort of bewildered by how long we'd been doing it for. Bewildered or impressed? <laughs> just seemed Taken like aback. Bewildered was just stunned. my interpretation. Stunned, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Astonished. Well, we've, I mean, we've literally been doing it pretty as long as he was, has been playing cricket as, nearly. or like, yeah, playing international cricket yeah. so we've yeah. been doing it since before uh, Andrew Strauss was England test captain <laughs> Andrew Strauss was just a twinkle in yeah. someone's eye yeah now, now he's bald and frantically scrabbling on Microsoft Planner to uh, to put together a strategy review. yeah Anyway, um, I know you've got to go, Tony. I've got to take you. St- <laughs> you've got to pick someone up from the airport, which is literally yeah, there on the road. I know, I've we got need to, to go. Drive you somewhere to else to get your car to get that. Come on. Um, so wrap it up. <laughs> apologies that it's slightly rushed, but we will be back soon um, with more World Cricket shows. In the meantime, follow us on social media. Write a review on your podcast platform get of right choice. That always that always helps. Uh, and anything else send us an email I suppose wellcricketshirtgmail.com is that it anything else you want to add you want to go yeah just um, how was your coffee keep on keeping on um, yeah good solid good option down here the flies is an issue can we do flies a podcast at every Guernsey beach this summer interesting good shout I said to you that I blurted out the other day that this this one Pettibo might be the best and immediately regretted it because that's, yeah. that's a big statement but it is it's up it's there good. get down here guys come and have a look Right, I've got to go. <laughs> Stay in school, everyone. Come back. <laughs> See you later. See ya. Each day, year, year, year. Not to smell your fear. Ba-da-da-ba-ba.